Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi. Welcome to Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And special guest, Bravo and Cocktail Zone B. Hey, welcome. What's up, Sue and Danielle? I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Another New York lady joining us. I'm so excited. (laughs) I am so excited to talk to you. I really want to know, first and foremost, were you in New York City around the time that this was filmed? I know that you're from New York, but were you in New York during this time? I am from New York my entire life. I went to college in upstate New York, so for that, but that was not when this was filmed. So yes, I was. So that's something that we always talk about is the perspective of being in New York during this time, even though this episode is not in in New York, but it's always good to to know. Um, And do you remember any of this season or like, were you like shocked by anything from like the taglines when you were watching? You know, I rewatched the episode when you guys invited me and then you told me what episode I rewatched it. And it made me miss Roni so much. I mean, this was like a golden era. It was so good. And then, of course, I continued watching a couple more episodes, and then I had to go to a soccer game, my kid's soccer game. So I was like, yeah, I gotta go. You can't see your heads, but we are, Sue and I, when she said that, immediately nodded along, like, yep, we feel that every single week. Um, I know, I was like, we're, we're being bad podcasters. We're both like, uh-huh, <laughs> with our heads. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't know, uh, or you should know, we are doing episode 12, which of is Sun Sand and Psychosis of season three, and it is... It is the one. It is the episode we have been waiting to get to, and it's Scary Island. And to watch it in its entirety is another experience in and of itself. And the buildup too of of last episode into this episode, and it was it's I, I, it kind of left me speechless watching it, honestly. It's just such an, a special episode, and I think we were saying before we started that like you see a lot of clips of this episode, but to see it all together is wild and um 
So let's jump in. We are back on a boat in St. John's. And um, they're basically like you would do on a friend's trip. They're just recounting the night before where they went to the Hooters boat. And Ramona's kind of like doing that drunken, did I did I do anything? <laughs> Somehow yes. I thought none of them looked hungover, which I was like, why did they look so good? Because they were wasted the night before. Well, it's probably yeah. the afternoon. <laughs> I mean, I thought that too. And none of them are kids back then. And it's kind of before, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, right? Because I, we weren't, I wasn't old enough then to need it and I wasn't wealthy. So maybe the wealthy women in Manhattan were getting Botox. What year did we say it was? 08? 09, I uh, think. 2010. We oh, have 2010. seen uh, in early stuff Ramona getting Botox. I think she's the only one who's shown herself getting Botox. Sonia, right? As I remember well. her doing those like cellulite treatments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah, I guess they probably <laughs> all had their filler and stuff already. But like Botox doesn't make you not look ho- hungover, right? That's <laughs> it, helps. it helps. I'm sad. I, I well, I forgot to get Botox again before I got pregnant, so now I have to wait until after, and I miss it. I only got it one time, and I loved it, and I I miss it. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. Danielle. Yeah, I did like the smallest amount though. I just did like six little ones and it was great and it lasted a really long time much longer than i thought it would because you're young because well sheena shea taught me you gotta start early whatever oh i I agree i started early um no but i'm remembering now that you guys are saying this when sonia's in bed so hungover and she pops up she looks fresh as a daisy oh no i didn't look that good i don't look that good hungover that's that's for sure but they get right into the drama again over this meal. Can I of, just say real quick, oh, yeah. though, one of my favorite parts is Bethany recapping the night, and she goes, Ramona just walked right in and was like, told a Hooters girl to go to college. <laughs> and I was just like, that is the most yes! Ramona thing, and I loved it. I loved it so much. That does not surprise me whatsoever. That's like when that... When that- side of Ramona was still endearing and I feel like the audience has shifted so far away from that as it's become less endearing and more obnoxious yes and speaking of obnoxious Kelly apparently was taking over Sonia's bed and getting in her face and they were kind of giggling about it but then as Danielle was alluding to it just unravels again because Bethany has to say you know like well at least she didn't call you a uh, chef, author, hoe bag. And Kelly immediately has to point out that she's not a chef. Yeah, Bethany says, can you define a chef and define a cook? So Kelly says, a chef works at a restaurant. And <laughs> Bethany goes, well, what about the person who's literally cooking for us right now? Are they not not a chef? And then Kelly just follows up with, well, I don't know then. So her point is really not going I, anywhere. I also, watching this, forgot... I didn't forget, but it's like Bethany was so good. When she was good, she was great. This was like Bethany's peak housewife era before she really was rich and, you know, didn't need it. And she was Mm -hmm. always so good. Kelly was such a hater and so mean to her. I do know she has a psychotic break this this episode, but like <laughs> that aside, I mean, no, it's like Sorry, she was just your, like remember your break break down here. Like the psychotic yeah. break aside, she's just such a freaking bitch to Bethany. She's horrible to Bethany, and Sue and I, I think are mostly in agreement. We love season three Bethany so much, and it mm-hmm. reminds me of why we love her because yes. current real life Bethany, I am not a fan of. Yeah. But when I watch this, I am such a fan of her 
and I mm-hmm. think she's outstanding in this entire season, and I'm mostly on her side in most of the arguments she gets in with people. And especially totally with the Kelly agree. stuff, you can't help but be on on Bethany's side because it's almost like Kelly is putting somebody like projecting somebody else onto Bethany, the way that she treats her and the things that she accuses her of and her behavior just doesn't make sense because she's saying just because you cater parties does not a chef make, which was a great Kelly line, I will say. Like Wolfgang Puck caters the the Emmys or the Oscars. Is he not a chef because he does catering? Like the logic, it's not there. Just straightforward that at this point in their lives, Kelly saw herself as better than Bethany. 100%. Yeah, and, and the, the whole relationship is how she's felt. The irony is, like, I can see today's version of Bethany treating a young pretty girl in the exact same way. So that's kind of the irony of it. Oh, true. But this version of Bethany didn't deserve it. No. <laughs> Agree. And Sonya's trying very hard to defuse the situation. <laughs> Kelly won't own anything. Bethany just keeps getting angrier. My favorite line that I definitely forgot about, because as watching this, there's even more than I'm like, why don't we have quotes of these? Is Kelly says, you're in a horror film and I'm in Disneyland. <laughs> and that sent me, that line sent me cracking up. I was like, why? That feels so quotable. And honestly, oh. if the other things didn't happen later in the episode, I feel like that would be one that people would remember more. And then when she's randomly eating jelly beans, like post-psychotic break, and when they're all calling her crazy to her face and she's not saying anything, and then she's like, anyone want a jelly bean? It's like... <laughs> It's and so Sonia always is so flighty and wacky herself, and she looks like the picture of normalcy. Oh, which this is, is, I agree. It's very, wild. Yes. yes. She's very put together early on, much. Yes. Though, though there's glimpses we get of what then she kind of turns into. Um, right. Kelly also says something about satchels of gold. My note just said, <laughs> satchels of gold, question mark, question mark. So. Like, I went on a tangent. I, I looked up some of the stuff that Kelly said because I was I'm I'm constantly trying to figure out the the break of psychosis that she has. And satchels of gold is basically when you look it up, the definition is a reference to a living in a fantasy dream world that's full of lollipops, rainbows, leprechauns, and gold coins. That's a taste. That's but it says from Kelly Ben Simone, <laughs> like she created it. And there's theories on Reddit that she was trying to say, perhaps stay gold, Pony Boy, like the outsiders reference. Like maybe she's just saying like, oh, like stay gold. But I don't think she knows what she's saying. And she does. But it did spur a poetry book (laughs) that is only $10 on Amazon called Satchels of Gold, Poems Inspired by Real Housewives. (laughs) What? Oh my god. Which if anyone I, wants to know what to get me for Christmas. <laughs> like I, I need to look that up. That that is amazing. That's wild. I would proudly display that. I on just my think she table, was putting words table. together. I don't think there was any like yeah. conscious thought bet- behind anything she was doing. No, no. Uh and then they find out that they're going to this beautiful house now from their below deck yacht, which like makes me sad. I did look it up that um this filmed before Below Deck was a show because in yes. my head I was like, "Is this what made Bravo have the idea for Below Deck? Like, was this could be? I Quite was possibly. wondering that. Um, the house, house is gorgeous. So, it takes up it's the crazy. entire side of the island. And Danielle and I found out because we went to see the evening with New York that that's Luann's friend's house. Wow. 
So why did Ramona introduce it as if it was her friend's house? <laughs> Maybe she knows. Maybe the they people. both know right. too. But it said it was eleven thousand square feet. It's I bet it was bigger than that because, like, Beverly Hills houses are like I don't know, like you know what I mean. But it was gorgeous, it, and I love that Bethany was like, "I just want to go there and find a place to be by myself." I know. <laughs> I was so happy when Bethany got to curl up on that lounge chair. I was like, "Oh, that sounds amazing for you," because she's pregnant, she's tired, yes. she's been through such a long fight. I was just like, "Let her hide in this corner away from everyone." Well, Danielle, you're pregnant. Can you imagine being on Scary Island? No, I've said Ellie? this new, multiple episodes. I don't know how she did this in her first trimester. I was barely, like, surviving as a person. So maybe she, like, was doing okay to be there. But, yeah. I also feel like the interior of the house was giving such... It was reminding me of Teresa's house. It was, like, <laughs> that, like, super dark wood and the ground. I'm like, you are on a tropical island. Why is everything, like, so dark? So oh, I wonder if the house point. has been remodeled. Because it was I'm giving sure. very early 2000s. It was that gorgeous. Was the look. But, That's what everybody did yeah. yeah. back then. I guess everywhere, even on islands. Yeah. <laughs> but there was one shot that totally, I was like, I feel like I've seen that in a Corona ad. Like, it just looked very, and like tropical islands, that's where they shoot a lot of those ads. I remember I went on vacation with my mom when I was younger to a tropical island, and we were kayaking, and they were shooting a car commercial where they were, the car was like driving around the cliff that you like always kind of see those. And I was like, oh, yes. that's how they do those. It's like, huh. I also watching it really l- forgot how much I liked Alex and Bethany's friendship. Uh, yes, talk about like they low key really backed each other, 100%. and it wasn't in the alliance way that we see mm-hmm. nowadays, right? It was just like a natural chemistry where at that time they were both kind of the younger, more ordinary one. Like they didn't have the fancy things; they weren't a countess. They didn't own companies and live in fancy, you know, Zarin fabrics. And Ramona had tons of money and. Sonia was a Morgan, like, and Kelly. So they were just like the, like the ones who were the underdogs. And I think it was really sweet how they kind of always had each other's back. It was. I don't remember what happens to their friendship. So I am interested to see as we continue to to watch this, because I, we have been obsessed since the first season. Bethany is like constantly crying to Alex. So yeah, they have a very authentic friendship and it's an underrated one because did they have a fallout or did Alex just that, not come back? I forget. That's what I don't remember. Yeah. So I kind of can't wait to find out because I don't know. I don't remember. I, I mean, my memory is like a goldfish. So, <laughs> Or Bethany just got big and whatever. Yeah. But I don't feel like there was like a fallout so much as like they yeah. weren't on the show together and Alex moved to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then Bethany, we cut to Bethany delivering the bags. And there's like this voiceover about how she thought it would be nice to give everybody a bag. And I think... Like, it's a goodie bag, and I've been on girls' trips where somebody brought that, and it was very sweet, but Kelly does not think so, (laughs) because Kelly's reaction, I wrote, is just beyond me. I don't, I can't even comprehend, because she's like, this is impersonal, and then she she falls on the bed weeping hysterically. (laughs) That was part of the break. That was was part of the break. Definitely. I have logistic questions, though, on the gift bags. Okay. Did she ship them to the island has she i was thinking the same exact thing (laughs) did she bring them on the boat were they they were on the boat first where have these were big gift bags there was full bottles of wine in there in 2010 you couldn't you know i just logistically this is where my brain goes and i'm like where did these appear from did a bethany assistant like bring them over like 
Uh, that's, I was, that was thinking my the first same thought. exact thing, but I w- I was I settled on like production got them there for her, like pack yeah. them in extra suitcases or something. I mean, they're on a TV show. Yeah. yeah, or maybe she knew they were staying at this house, so she just I could see her like shipping them to the house or something. And she was always about. She always showed her brand, and mm-hmm. I mean, we know the Bethany clause is because of her. Yes. Yeah. I. Uh- I think that that's very smart because Bethany made a ton of money off of Bravo's back. But yeah, um, oh sorry, no, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that that Kelly calls Jill, and Jill is just such a crap friend because she's just like, I told you so. (laughs) Like, I just, I just love that she says it's so impersonal, but like she literally got her initials on the bag, and it's just like, (laughs) hey some food and snacks like what is impersonal about that i would be thrilled like oh good things to eat later when i'm drunk like in my room yeah amanda and i on our pod recently spoke about bec bitch who eats crackers oh yeah. so it doesn't matter what bethany does kelly just can't like her like kelly yep. just can't like her She's yeah definitely also that. this is in her little confessional moment i think is the first time that Kelly's like describing how she feels about this bag and she says I'm alone on a scary island with no friends yes which I was like is that where we did we name it scary island because she said that Mm -hmm. line or because of everything that like was it all the things compounding that made us call it scary island because I didn't remember that it it feels like in a movie when they say the name of the title of the movie in the movie and you're (laughs) like oh you got us yeah it was was in a confessional so it may have been prompted by production too True, true. I forgot to wear it, but I have a sweatshirt that is a movie poster of Scary Island. And it's like <laughs> Kelly's face with like all scrunched up and being upset. And it's like Bethany screaming, go to sleep. And like Sonia and Ramona looking shocked with Alex. Like it's it's phenomenal. My friend Katie got it for me. And it's probably one of my favorite Bravo things next to my rot in hell uh, <laughs> counter cross stitch that my friend made me. Love that. I just, speaking of that, makes me, like, picture Kelly in a confessional and how much she probably need to be prompted. Mm-hmm. Like, she's pretty vacant. Yeah. Although, yes. we have seen this season alone, we kept saying, like, there, she's got some good one-liners that she comes out with in the moment that we're like, is Kelly funny? You wonder, though. You do wonder because when you're making a show... Um, we know what production does. And, like, mm-hmm. I just wonder if that, if she needed an assist. Because I just don't see her being able to come up. Although, I don't know. And we don't know what it was. Was she on, like, Xanax and just, like, looped? So, and then when she wasn't on it, she was more with it? I don't know. There's a theory because it. Um, Sonia keeps saying that the room smells like cat pee when she comes into it when Kelly's there. That meth smells like cat pee, apparently. Oh and so God. people are like, was she meth? smoking meth? Now, do I think that? Probably not, but... I'm going to say a ledge before Kelly comes and finds us. And... Oh, yeah. Allegedly. Oh, no. okay. I now, said there's a theory. I don't, think so. <laughs> I don't think so because I've seen pictures of people, like, before and after, and, like, they look, when, when they do math, they look like they're 90 years old when they're 22. True. So I feel like Kelly's face would have aged if it was math. Yeah. Maybe crack. I just, I, I think there is <laughs> maybe crack. Crack keeps you young. <laughs> Don't let children Personally, listen. <laughs> yeah, I've not done enough drugs to uh, no, me neither. know what it could have possibly been, but I don't think that was a sober I brain. Just read a lot of right. Reddit. That's really yeah, where yeah. I'm so then, from. then we get yeah, then we get Kelly calling Jill mm-hmm. and basically giving her like the down low, 
and she is just like the whole trip has been a disaster her dad is her dad died and she's here creeps to be out she's had nightmares of her stabbing her and i love that jill is like what the fuck is she talking about like yeah. right jill who loved no, her well, first jill's like i told children. you not to go yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then i hate that kelly keeps saying that it's creepy that she went away after her dad died as an orphan myself i feel like whatever you choose to do after you lose a parent is the right thing to do as long as you're not harming anyone else you want to go to an island you want to stay in a closet whatever you need to do to get over that loss like for her to judge is just like messed up to me it's creepy it's creepy and besides the point that let's all remember this was a point in time that bethany needed that check this was her main income so yeah she could have really had a parent she had a relationship with right yeah this i don't know her mourning is not i would say probably on the normal Mm -hmm. path of mourning for someone who had maybe like a loving close relationship with their parent this is someone who like didn't even speak to their parent and later, so. Ramona will say that when Kelly brings it up again, that she's like, I went away a week after my mom died. And, like, Kelly's like, never tell anyone that. <laughs> like, it's like, you're such like, a weirdo. What? I know. You're such and a I could weirdo. See, I could see, like, this is the only thing I can think of. Kelly is not Jewish. But in Jewish tradition, you like, shit, siva, sit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't speak right now. You sit, shiva which is like a tradition and you're at home and people bring you food and it's this whole thing. So maybe if that was like something traditionally in her that she's used to people doing, but she's not Jewish. So I can't think of any other reason why she would think it was weird that she's on a trip. It right doesn't now. make any sense. It's just another reason for her to just, it, it could be her cat that died. She'd say that. So yeah, not to Probably. minimize anyone's cat dying. I'm just sure. saying, <laughs> but uh, Kelly goes on to call her the most vicious person she's ever met. She said she's filled with knives and she is insane. And then Kelly starts crying again. Wait, can and... I do the noise that she goes? She's like, ring, ring, ring. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. And it was so <laughs> funny. I was just like, how are you even, like, Jill is obviously scared and uh, for good reason. She's like, I have no idea what's happening. Scared, but also, like, egging her on. Like, I told you they'd be mean to you. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I also wonder, was that conversation longer than we got to see? Like, oh, was that I'm like, a, sure. I could see that being like a 45 minute conversation that, that they cut down to, to be shorter. But then yes. Kelly ends it with saying, I'm going to go smile. And I was like, <laughs> that has to What like, does that even mean? That just sounded so creepy to me. Like, I just pictured her the rest of the night, just standing, looking in a mirror, smiling. Like, I was just like, what is totally. happening? Totally. <laughs> And then she goes downstairs, and they're all like eating breakfast or whatever. And she comes down with a like a pad of paper. The complaint calls it her pad. complaint pad. Yeah, and then randomly compliments Ramona, who's just so she's like all like giddy when she gets a compliment. She forgets everything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's like, I know you're crazy, but I'll take the compliment. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And then she does look great on this vacation, though. She does. Well, she's I renewed. Mean, <laughs> she really. Is, she still looks great. God bless. Yeah. I know. All these people recently, I got a few messages I posted to Ramona thing. They're like, oh, Ozempic. And I was like, of all people, not Ramona. Yeah. A, she's always, always been fit. fit. She's yeah. always been fit. And she's one that I would believe if she was like, oh, yeah, I stepped up my fitness. I don't even think mm-hmm. she's right. lost weight. To me, she looks the same, really. She's always looked. To me, I feel totally. like Ramona's the kind of person that talks to you and does squats. 
you know like she's just yeah. like always moving yeah fitness and and all of that eating healthy that's she doesn't obsessively talk about it but we know that that's that's something um so then and always we really saw that in so in like in the pandemic if when you followed her instagram like her and avery i mean i'm not a fan <laughs> of either of theirs but they really woke up every day they they exercise hard mm-hmm. they do drink a lot of wine so you wonder but and they eat like protein and veggies like that's what yeah. they eat you know they yeah. do what you're supposed to do to be thin <laughs> Don't worry, we're not a diehard Ramona people here either. <laughs> no, no, and I'm definitely yeah. not Team Avery. I cannot say no, Avery. definitely not Team Avery. <laughs> um, but Kelly then asks everyone to do a photo shoot, and Bethany's like, "Ah, I'm out." <laughs> like she's like very much hard pass. Right. I think she just needed some alone time, which I can definitely get that when you're on vacation and um, with people and. You need to go hide in a room for a little. Oh, yeah. That, that, should... that I definitely get. So they go to this beach, mm-hmm. and Kelly's doing this photo shoot. Can I say, Ramona is in this, like, tiny yellow bikini. Again, she looks so freaking good Phenomenal. in this yellow bikini. I couldn't. I was like, damn, Ramona, you are rocking this. But all of them look great. And Kelly's actually doing a really good job on the photos. Like, especially with Sonia. Sonia's, She's giving Sonia's her direction. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wait, so you do have a brain of normalcy? I'm so confused. Kelly's husband was the famous photographer, right? Yes. yes. But, so she's like channeling him? I don't know. Because she says a few episodes ago, she starts taking photos and she's like, I've never taken a photo, even though my husband's a photographer. And it's like, no one Do you know what's in another piece that I don't think I ever considered? I'm just saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. How long was she divorced before she started filming? Because if she was, like, very... I, mm. I don't know. Like, when you started watching a show, I mean, I was much younger then, and someone says they're divorced, you're like, okay, they're divorced. And you don't really put it into, like, the mix. And now I'm thinking, like, maybe she was so off. Maybe she was on some sort of pharmaceutical, like, anxiety yeah. or depression or whatever to help her in that moment. It was new to her body. Like, was she fresh off her divorce, I guess is what I'm saying? Was she having an emotional reaction to that? Something about Bethany? Was Bethany friends with her husband or something? No, Bethany no, was they didn't know each other. Boyfriend. I feel like you and I looked this up at one point. It had been a few years. Oh, it was I that. think what was more surprising, we looked up how long Sonia had been divorced already at the start of this, and she'd already been divorced for like five years. Yeah. At the start of her joining housewives which to me is even more shocking how much she like holds on to that marriage and that divorce because well, she talked about it like, she wanted she didn't want anyone to forget that she was a member of high society yeah definitely it wasn't uh, like some deep love she was but no i think kelly had been divorced already a few years i don't think it was like freshly divorced but she had also okay. had issues with the press between film the ending of filming of season two and the reunion, she got arrested for beating up a guy that she was dating. And Kelly. Like, Kelly mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Now and I'm it- believing the mess. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all, like, I never heard that as an option. I don't go on Reddit. I don't know how it works. I know <laughs> it's like a swamp, and I just can't go near there because it scares me. Um, but, yeah, I guess some things on there must be true because it making sense. Kelly also dumps a bag of char- charms lollipops out when she, when they get there. She's like, "We're taking photos," and I was like, "Is that satchels of gold?" <laughs> <laughs> we get though the iconic Alex photo scene, which I totally like. I've seen the meme so many times. I just forgot that it was the same episode, episode. and Alex and the walking and the face. 
Johan and face. And had the suit. <laughs> Johan yeah. face. <laughs> it does not work. Alex no. looks so uncomfortable. I've never seen a person look so uncomfortable walking. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if Kelly was doing, like, a good job, she should have noticed, like, how uncomfortable the person she was filming was in the setup that she gave her and, and should have changed it out. Well, there's no one more oblivious than in the next scene where Jill is skating during a skating practice where, like, real professional skaters are. And she tells us, I was hanging out with Johnny Weir. And I love I... Johnny Weir so much, by the way. And this little jealous. clip that popped up, I was like, oh, Johnny Weir on Housewives? I was like, he should be a housewife. Like, I oh, yeah. love him. I love when he does his commentary with Tara Lipinski, big ice skating fan. I Listen, I love this. <laughs> let me tell you, okay? Danielle, you're too young. Sue and I know. <laughs> I was like the prime age, what was it, like middle school age when the whole Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding? Yes. Oh, oh, I yeah. have know all of it, though. I'm like a huge ice skating fan. and I was at the Campbell Soup thing <gasps> at Nassau Coliseum or whatever yeah. it was. And Christina... Um, Christy Yamaguchi was way yeah. too good for us because she had won the gold previously, so she skated by. But I got, I got Tanya Harding Galuli. Okay, that's wow. how she signed their name. Oh my and God. then Nancy Kerrigan. It was like right before this. I don't know. I was in like sixth or seventh grade. I forget. But that's yes, so cool. what a time to be alive. So I know all these people. <laughs> yes, I, my family like I live for the Olympics. We love ice skating. Like I. Yeah, so like I down. I know I'm anonymous, so I'll be careful how I word this. But I know Mm -hmm. Sarah Hughes' family, who's yes, oh our gold medal Long Island champion, of course, Sarah Hughes. (laughs) Yes, I know. She fell off the chair in hysterics, and she won gold. I'll never forget that moment. That was. Is she from Great Neck? I think she's from Great Neck. As a matter of fact, they have a beautiful um, skating rink there that I take my kids to because it's so much better than Iceland. Isn't it Christopher Morley? Is that Christopher no. Morley? No. It's like in great. Is it Christopher Morley? You might be right. Maybe you're is. right. This is the most Long Island conversation ever. I know, but I, also, I know my life <laughs> are like, what is Great Neck and wh- who is Sarah Hughes? <laughs> yeah, Sarah Hughes won, I think it was 2004, is going to be my guess. 08, okay. Oh, no. No, maybe you're right. 04, maybe you're right. I feel like it was and 04. She... Then the little sister, Emily, was old. She didn't win, but she was on the Olympic team. Oh, wow. A dynasty. Oh, and the brother uh, played ice hockey. Not professionally, but um, for like a AAA team or what? I'm not a sports person, but one of those like minor league teams. 2002. So I was close. But so yes, she was the underdog American who won. And she beat Michelle Kwan, who never got to win her gold. And we beat Russia. And it was... Hugh, everyone was like, "Who the heck is Sarah Hughes?" And then she came right. out one and massive, massive moment for uh, for America and ice skating Olympics, <laughs> I had which still thinks oh, she's in the Olympics basically with this ice skating. Still thinks she's Sarah Hughes's aunt. Basically, <laughs> you know what cracked me up too in this little scene is that Jill is wearing her little like ice skating outfit. And I'm like, why are you in this full garb of like a costume for this like little practice you're doing? The best is that the coach yells at her to get the fuck off the rink. He's like, this is a practice. What the fuck are you doing? Um, but Jill is so ridiculous. Yeah. And she still is so ridiculous. But you almost, 
like it's so funny to me that like Jill and Ramona can't turn it off. Like they don't nope. even have enough insight at this point in their life to realize how ridiculous they are. What are your thoughts on the rumor or supposed that Jill wanted to get paid the same amount as everyone else for Real Housewives New York legacy? Well, it's not a rumor. She actually came out and oh, said she it said on it. Jeff okay. Lewis I was now. pretty sure she said it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I know that it was that. And Luann, on top of that, so Jill Jill didn't have a specific request for an amount, she said. She just wanted it to be equal across the board. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever they got, she thought they should all get the same. But Luann felt she should be making much more. So it wasn't just Jill. Luann held out, too. The mm-hmm. only ones that that were, like, signed and willing to do for what they were offered were Dorinda and Sonia. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Do you me. think Jill should have been paid the same? Because I don't. Um, well, first of all, I don't think it was a large sum of money mm-hmm. in the first place. It's a much less than they were making, like, than Luann and Sonia and Dorinda were making last season, their last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, do, she doesn't need the money one way or the other. I mean, she's, like, rich, rich. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what yeah, does 200 does. grand do for her? Nothing. Nothing. I just think, you know, you have people like Lou and Ramona who were on for 13, 14 years. To me, they just deserve more if you want them to continue on than Jill, who, you know, as much as she stayed relevant. So here's the thing. I get the point, but I feel like Jill is still a celebrity. It's not the same as Kelly Ben Simone, who really isn't around and isn't Mm -hmm. as relevant. Like, I feel like Jill's very relevant, especially post- pandemic with the masks and that whole business and all of us are on instagram so much and jill is such a presence there Mm -hmm. that i just feel like maybe not as much but certainly more than kelly because she's just more relevant like yeah that i agree with i definitely agree with that well she can't turn it off and she wants to be in the spotlight constantly also just wanted to call back that johnny weir did have a reality show because i was like you were like he should be a housewife and i was vaguely remember that i worked on it i was like wait a minute I remember really? that. And it was boring as fuck. <laughs> like, what was it? It was called Be Good Johnny Weir. And oh my don't God. I watched it. Honestly, no one did. I re- well, first of all, it was on Logo. I used to work for Logo TV, and like nobody watched Logo except for RuPaul's Drag Race. And then they took it away and put it on VH1, and then they put it on MTV. So, yeah, it's it's a huge... That's the only thing that kept that channel alive. There were a lot of bad shows on still, Logo that I worked on. Is it dead now, the channel? I think so. I don't know if it's even called Logo anymore. I think it just runs Golden Girls repeats, which is also <laughs> great. But... I like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's all like for whatever it. network has um, Impractical Jokers only plays Impractical Jokers. Oh, that's I think it's true. true TV. Yeah. Yes. That, that was their yeah. only show. Which, they that's tried a whole to do other a scandal, what went on with Joe Gallo. Oh, I don't know God. why... I posted all about it on my website. I don't know why that never picked up. I mean, I know he settled mm-hmm. out. That's what I heard. But, yeah. like, why that never got more attention. And they're not filming new episodes. Or they yeah. were supposedly filming, but nothing has aired. And I'm personally pissed off because I love that show. And mm-hmm. it's, like, something I can watch with my kids that I actually don't mind watching. So I'm personally annoyed. I'm annoyed because my one of my dear friends was a writer on that show. And she lost her writing job. That's terrible. <laughs> that stupid Well, scandal. so she knows the scoop. Well, she, it was funny because she's very tight-lipped about it, but I think that's also right. because she wanted to keep her job. <laughs> of course. So we so go... We, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, we stay in New York, and um, we get a scene of Jill and Luann at dinner. At Geisha um, on 61st and Madison, which is no longer at 61st and Madison. Now it's, like, in Harlem, I think. But that was a good sushi restaurant. And you know what I appreciate in New York? They do always eat the food, unlike the other franchises. Yes. When they go out, they do not leave food on the plate. 
So I love that Lou is claiming she didn't go on this trip because she didn't want to miss her kid's birthday. And I'm going to say something really mean, but I don't think Lou has like ever put anything of her children in front of <laughs> like filming and her career since she's been on the show. So that Agreed. was like, remember was when like, Ramona called her a part-time mother or something? Yes. Yeah. I was like, no part of me believes that you stay behind because um, you wanted to. Right. I also would love to ask Lou now, like, now that she knows and has seen everything that happened at Scary Island, like, is she mad or happy that she wasn't there? Like, oh, what are her I'm final sure thoughts on missing happy it? happy she wasn't there. It... I don't think I ever thought back to realize that she wasn't, that she was a part of the season, but she wasn't there. Yeah. There was a point where Luann was demoted, and, like, yes. this season kind of shows why that was. And she really, she came out strong after that. Mm-hmm. But she played a little too coy at a point, and they were like, yeah, bye. Yeah, and and Lou just keeps saying she's happy she missed it, and Jill, of course, is happily taking her through the Kelly phone call. (laughs) And she's she's like, well, and Jill's like, I would never go to a place that I wasn't welcome. And Lou's like, she was welcome, but it was more like, come on in, darling, which I love. I love when Lou gets her, like, baritone, creepy voice on. It was great. (laughs) And it was true. Yeah. Then then Jill starts talking about the logistics of the trip and she's like oh I thought it was ending at this date and it's ending later so I'm going to St. Lucia I think she said or what or St. Thomas and, and oh, no, sorry she's going to St. Barts on the way to St. Th- Thomas which by the way I googled to see is this on the way and how far apart is it? <laughs> they're close it's like a 50 minute plane ride from one to the other I mean it's not it's on the way but there's absolutely not necessary to stop in and do what she's planning to do. She doesn't even get the full sentence out. Lou is just like, that's a horrible idea. Do not do that. <laughs> right. The adamant way that Lou is just like, do not go there, Jill. And it's like, I wrote, this is the best, like, class with the Countess that, like, was ever delivered of, like, all of her, like, her notes of being, like, you know, the Countess. But, I was like, this is this is a good lesson. <laughs> but also, she wanted to go there to help Kelly, and by that point, she had a private plane, and she very much knew Kelly was leaving, because they were on the phone all the time. So why mm-hmm. did she still go? Because she wanted the camera time. She yeah. wanted the camera time, and in her eyes, she wanted to make up with Bethany, and, what she say, be like sisters and cry on the beach or something? Yeah. But... Stu and I know that at some point during this season, Jill realizes it was the wrong decision to ice Bethany out because yes. now she's realizing that Bethany's star is rising and mine is falling. And this is so obviously past the point. And it's it's a desperate plea to try to get back in her good graces because she thought, oh, this is a great storyline, us fighting. She took it too far. And now all of a sudden she's like, shoot, wait, everyone else is getting along with Bethany except for me. This is right. not good. Right. Well, then we go to the dinner that Bethany is making. And Bethany... The dinner. This is the (laughs) dinner. And she's in the kitchen cooking. And Ramona and Sonia and Alex are, like, sipping some cocktails that Bethany has made them. And Kelly is in the background in this purple silk dress, just on her speakerphone with her daughter. Just, like while they're all talking and Ramona is quite possibly the kindest I've ever seen her because she's like I don't mean to be rude or anything but could you go in another room and like not to mention that something that they didn't say because nobody was breaking the fourth wall back then like we're filming a scene yeah yeah like this is an 11,000 square foot house beat it 
Like we're filming a scene. <laughs> Come back when you're done talking to your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Also, it's it funny also shows mentioned... her psychosis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because a funny you mentioned the purple dress because I basically wore that to my college formal. Like that's very similar <laughs> like material and dress. So it it very much reminded me of that. But then when Kelly comes back, she takes this as like Ramona is attacking her kids and no one's going to get in the way of my kids. And she's like, that's not even what I just don't want to hear your conversation on speakerphone. Like, right. get it, go filming. take this elsewhere. We're filming. Well, and she says something that I find very weird. And I know I'm not a mom, but she's just like, when I am talking to my kids, I will claw your face off if you try and talk to me. And I was like, I don't think that's a normal motherly response. <laughs> That doesn't make any, like, if I'm talking to my daughter at drop-off and her teacher comes over, I'm not going to claw her face off. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I am talking to my child. Everyone, stay away from me. What? And it looked like it was, like, a really mundane conversation about, like, horseback riding and sorry she missed her lesson. Like, it was, it didn't look like this was, like, an emergency call from her children it yeah. seemed just like a, hey, mom, I'm catching up with you while you're on this trip for a few days is the vibe I got. So uh, it was. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was not a good start to the dinner having that no. happen and kelly goes in on the food right away like she's like what is this did you make this and like bethany's like yeah i made it it's a like a mango salt they're like different salsas she walks her through all of them and she's like oh you made it yourself well like chefs don't really do that i was like what, what? <laughs> chefs don't really make the food they talk about it like, yeah uh kelly also doesn't drink martinis and they're all high maintenance. And I'm like, you're the one who won't drink the really delicious looking mango drink that she made. So who's high maintenance right now? And I love Ramona's right. like, well, I'll drink one. And she like picks it up. I'll drink four. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I also really miss alcohol. So like seeing all of these drinks, I'm like, oh my God, I need a freaking uh, martini. I'm dying. <laughs> I wrote, I, I bet like the whole thing is very hard to, for Bethany, I'm sure, because she's pregnant and she probably wants a drink so bad. Oh, <laughs> like that's the worst part of it. Like I've been pregnant twice mm-hmm. in a situation like this to not be able to have I'll never forget my um baby shower because mm-hmm. every other event like that, right? As yeah. an adult where it's like both sides of your family, your in-laws, your mm-hmm. side, the aunts, the, the, like all the stuff that goes along with all those dynamics in everybody's family. And I have a great family and we mostly all get along, but everybody has their shit, right? Of course. To not be able to have a freaking glass of wine <laughs> in that situation, I was like, oh my God, this is the worst. And I'm not a person that has a ton of anxiety. I was so anxious. I bet. 
No, the fact that Bethany had to be completely sober through this entire trip is not something that I think I realized until watching it back. Mm-hmm. Right. And that just adds like another layer to like all these things in Scary Island that she she had to be sober with with everyone for, for a bunch of days. So totally. they start to go sit at the table and Bethany goes to the kitchen and is like, I just want to stay in this kitchen. And she's like clinging to this man who's helping her. And Kelly freaks out about where she's sitting. And while she's freaking out about where she's sitting, Bethany walks out. And she gives, this is like something that I remember as like a good quotable moment. She's like, you don't have to eat my food. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. This is your life. You don't have to be here. You can go. <laughs> like, Which is true. And I love, again, we'll go back to 10 minutes ago. She's calling them high maintenance. But now she doesn't want the drink. She doesn't want the salsa. And she doesn't like where her seat is. So who really is the high maintenance one like in this moment? That's a good point. So, I know. So she brings out these crab cakes mm-hmm. and... I think it is really sweet how all the women are like, this is food is amazing. Like they are hyping Bethany up, whether they're doing it because of the whole chef cook thing or it's really that good. Either way, I think it's really nice how they're like super hyping up her meal. And so Kelly doesn't finish her crab cake and Ramona is just like, oh, I'm going to eat the rest of it. And Kelly's like, no, don't. I'm like, and then Sonia takes it and she's just like, I'm going to eat it because I don't have anything to lose except for weight, which I thought was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I also like Kelly says that while she doesn't really like the crab cake, she says the salad dressing's amazing and Bethany could be like Paul Newman. That was I'm funny. Like, and Bethany later that. does make a lot of salad dressings. Yeah, yes. she does. And I, that's probably one of her most popular things. There's so many different salad right. dressings. Kelly was petty enough she would go after her like Lou did for the margarita, the skinny girl margarita. <laughs> right. Planted that idea. I will say Bethany skinny girl popcorn is the popcorn that I buy and has nothing to do with her. It's the best popcorn. I love the skinny girl popcorn. I've never, I never see her stuff. Like I've seen yeah. it in like home goods. No, they have it in the grocery store. They're, uh, they're the perfect size. That's why I like them. They're not too much. It always pops perfectly. Mm. My, even my parents, look. like my dad like, buys it. Cause he's like, like in oh, New my York, favorite one. supermarket. He gets it at a stop and shop. All right. I got to look. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Comes in 10 in a pack too. Oh, that's good. Not that I'm promoting Skinny Girl, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know if she owns that part of the brand, but her, her microwavable popcorn is, is top tier. I'll give it that. <laughs> well, Sonia and Ramona decide that Kelly should sit between them because they're the two diffusers. And I was like, there's a lot of words to describe Ramona and Sonia, but diffusers ain't it. <laughs> like, right? I do yeah. the same exact thing. I'm like, how long ago was this that they were the diffusers? Like, no. The funny thing in planning of this trip, Ramona, when they plan this trip, the reason I think they decided it's Ramona's trip is because she's the only one getting along with everyone, which we find yep. to be hysterical. Like, in what universe is Ramona the one that is cool with everyone? But that's that's where we were in season three. I mean, I just picked up at this episode, but mm-hmm. I do feel like Ramona wasn't as insufferable back then. No. No, no. She really wasn't. And she had a lot more moments of clarity. being sincere and clarity. Yeah. And and she also, her even her apologies were, she did start to just apologize in later seasons. But these apologies, like that episode when she went over to Bethany and she wanted to, was it Bethany? Yeah. And she yeah. wanted to apologize yeah. to her. It was from a sincere place, and like in later seasons, you just saw she was just like, I, I said I'm sorry. I'm so, let's let's move on. Yeah, 
No, it's a it's a definitely more chill Ramona, even though it is still Ramona. <laughs> it's right. like I'm wondering if it's the Mario effect too, because this is pre-divorce Ramona. Yes, what did I think that, that really affected her? Oh, for sure. Well, Ramona and Mario were very in love and had very good chemistry, and it still makes me sad that they they're not a couple. I thought that was ever going to get divorced. No, same. And I have to tell you. In the pandemic, I really was like thinking maybe something could be, I guess too much time had passed. I don't think she can ever forgive him for cheating. And I think that's why, I think if it was just other issues, they probably could have gotten back together, but I don't think she can ever forgive him for that. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he would want to get back together. Mm. No. She's alive. (laughs) At the live event that Sue and I went to actually, I forget who... Oh, Dorinda was saying that Mario uh, Mario and Ramona were at Avery, had like an event for her new ridiculous company. Yes, and, but, some but just accounts how, I know were there. <laughs> so like how nice it was to, she like saw Ramona and Mario both there and just the way that they've come to like such a good friendship, um, which I do think is very nice. At least they're like in a good place, you know, like you said, during the pandemic when they spend so much time together, but yeah, yeah. Married Ramona, different than single, single Ramona. Um, then the so, steak comes out. They're all loving the steak. Well, before the, the steak, can I just say, oh, there is a moment where Kelly is, like, trying to be nice to Bethany. And I say it with a raised voice because she's just like, are you okay? I'm really worried about you because you're pregnant and you're doing so much effort. And I was just like, pregnant women have been cooking dinner for, the like, the span of life. <laughs> Like, I was just like, I can't imagine that. Like, and I, and I understand that there are things that are difficult to do as a pregnant woman, but I just thought of like all the things that she's, she finally worries about Bethany. It's cooking dinner. <laughs> like, right. Also at that stage in the pregnancy too, is like, yeah, she's not carrying yeah. as much weight. Right. You she's know, not like, like due tomorrow. Yeah. 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 She's, if she was like eight months, uh, like my mom, every anytime my parents are around me. So I was like, no, no, I got, I'm like, I'm not a, a convalescent. Like I'm, can, right. I'm capable of doing things. It's not a disability. <laughs> yeah, it's not a disability. Exactly. But I am the first to have a child. So that is, I think, why they're, they're more nervous Aww. about it. <laughs> and Sonia tries um, to also def- like say like, oh, I've worked in restaurants. And um, Bethany jokes, what, were you a hooker? And she's she says immediately, just kidding. And they both giggle and they laugh about it. And Sonia says something about how the real hookers are the people who go to the restaurants to see other famous people, which I don't totally get. But, like, Kelly gets so angry by this comment. She, like, she didn't get it that it was a joke. She shoots they, daggers like, at Bethany with her eyes. She doesn't understand sarcasm, which we've seen many a times. It's also, I, I can't remember the order of this happening, that Sonia said, oh, this is a five-star meal, and I would know what a five-star meal is because of my life when I was married. And I love that it's kind of our first glimpse into that side of Sonia. Yeah. Because Kelly kind of calls her out on it. She's like, yeah, we get it, we know. And I'm like, man, she really has been talking about this five-star life with Mr. Morgan she had for so many seasons. Like, I see why they all start to lose it on her with that because even here she brings it up and you know we know kelly's looney tunes but she at least this was a moment of like oh yeah kelly's no definitely if kelly's already sick of it after two days i can't imagine how annoying that would be to hear all the time yeah 
And so like you were saying, Danielle, the, the, the steaks come out and the only one that isn't cooked and does has like a string attached still is Kelly's. So like poor Bethany. Actually, I really commend the way that Bethany is handling it. She's just like, this isn't the end of the world. It's just food. She's very calm. Right. And um, so while she's doing that, Ramona says, Jill hasn't called. And has anyone heard from Jill? And Kelly's like, I have. <laughs> and so she's like, the, then Bethany comes back and she's like, the only thing she keeps asking is if Bethany is well. And Bethany's like, so what? She's not here. Like, yeah, I don't right. care. <laughs> like, I also I forgot care. that uh, Alex was at this dinner because she has said nothing up until this point. Yes, she is very quiet. And so Kelly, I mean, it's hard to get anything in because Kelly just from here on out is really ruling this table's conversation in a scary way. <laughs> so... Scary Island. It really, this is yes, where this wouldn't the, even the let scariest. Ramona apologize. Like, yeah, so Ramona wants to apologize for the Brooklyn Bridge moment from earlier in the season when she tells Bethany, You have no one in your life. You have Jason, <laughs> and you're probably going to mess that up too. So I don't know what prompts Ramona in this moment to like bring this up from probably this is over a month ago. This was before yeah. she got engaged. Um, and then when she's trying to apologize, Kelly's like, Are you going to zip it? Are you going to make out with tongue? Like, I have no words. It was such a weird thing to say. It was just bizarre. And I mean, yeah. by the way, that Brooklyn Bridge conversation was so brutal. It's one of the most brutal conversations oh, on sure. Housewives ever. Yes. I agree. 100%. And we, when we were dissecting it, we kind of clocked how long, like I literally Googled <laughs> how long it takes you to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and it should take about like 25 minutes and we only got to see like six to seven minutes of the conversation and we're like Andy give us the unedited Brooklyn Bridge walking because they kept stopping too like I need I want to see that start to finish (laughs) because there's probably even more than what we saw of them going across the bridge so Kelly is spiraling and she says that you asked me to give the facts I'm giving you the facts those are the facts and she's like Ramona tries to interject and she's like you're making it about you and Ramona's like now she's like, screw you. No, I'm not. And it just, it keeps going back and forth. And at one point, Kelly, Bethany tries to say something and she says, this is not a forum. And it's like, this is literally the definition of a forum. <laughs> like you're at <laughs> right. a cocktail dinner. You're you're supposed to talk and into exchange ideas and opinions. <laughs> yeah. Sonia's trying to diffuse. It's not happening. And it's... Bethany starts clap talking. She's like, just because you're talking louder doesn't mean you're right. And they go back and forth of who's attacking who. And um, she says, Beth, welcome to Bethany's world where people are like asking about her. I'm just like, Kelly, you're the one that keeps bringing it back to her. <laughs> like this wasn't <laughs> Bethany's world. <laughs> when did she go for Alex? Um... When, did, when does that transition happen to then she, like, zeroes in on, on saying all this stuff about Alex? Um, She's channeling the devil, right? Yeah. Yes. Because we hear Kelly... Ramona tells Kelly not to dominate the conversation. And, like, Kelly's kind of like, no, I'm not. And Alex is like, but you are. This is where she kind of finally pipes up. And she goes, you're just white noise right now. 
And then she goes on her telephone and let's see. There is a point where she does go after Alex. She, just, she was just lashing out at anybody who was trying to reason with her yes. and like be like, no, you have to stop. We're at a dinner party and there's several women here and it's not just you who gets to talk. And she could not wrap her head around that. Yes, yeah, she says Alex has pent up anger and anxiety and she was afraid of her in front of the camera. And yeah. then she says, Kelly says she was having nightmares before coming here oh, and yeah. she threw up the night before she came and that Bethany was trying to kill her. And then my favorite, she does like the, the cross, is that what you would call it? The cross symbol? The sign what of the cross, people, yeah. Yeah, she does a cross symbol of like mid-praying. Like I just, and then she goes into the true renewal party and says Alex looks insane yes. with her makeup and that she looked like, what did she say? Kim, Kambuka or something? Kabuki, Kabuki makeup. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the Channeling white face the with the black eyes. She also, uh, when Alex and Sonia are trying to calm her down, she goes, what is this, free to be you and me, 1979? And I was like, why is that so familiar? I know this. And so I looked it up, and I fell down a deep hole. Like, it took me <laughs> way out of watching this episode. Because if you guys ever want to watch the weirdest movie show from the 70s, it was Marlo Thomas and Friends. It was actually aired in 1976, and like Michael Jackson's on it as a child. Like there's what? like the the cast is so weird. Like Dustin Hoffman reads from a child's notebook about crossing the, the dangers of crossing the street without your parent. It's like this like weird series of vignettes. I have the YouTube video. I will send it to you if you ever want to watch just the weirdest show in the world. But it, so the, that's what you think she was channeling? That's what she was, because she says it's free or to be saying? you and me. It was called Marlo Thomas and Friends, Free to Be You and Me. And the opening song is like a bunch of children of dif- different ethnic makeup on a merry-go-round. And then they turn into cartoons. And then it just leads into this whole like show of vignettes of like, parables on like how to be a good person and like there's like Muppets talking about like brushing your teeth and it's just like the weirdest cast ever like everyone that you could think of is in this show it like every time like a new name popped on the screen I just kept being like what her who what like how is Marlo Thomas friends with all these people Um, and she sings. It's like a whole thing. But it is kind of like a kumbaya thing. So that reference actually does track. <laughs> Makes sense. So then I think Ramona, Alex, and Bethany get up and walk away. And they leave Sonia with first Kelly. It's or just was there Ra- more before that we even got to that? First it's Ramona and Bethany walk away so that they can actually have their forgiveness thing. But like, Bethany just is like, I'm not crazy. She's crazy. And Ramona's like, oh, I like sure. that. And she was like, she looks at Alex and Ramona and she's like, I just want to say to both of you, I told you so or yep. something, whatever. Yeah. Because they go back to the table and then Alex is like, I need a break now. And then that's when they leave Sonia with Kelly. And Sonia is literally like, do not leave me here. <laughs> she it's looks just amazing the- how, how like clear headed Sonia seems. Mm-hmm. in comparison to Kelly and when Kelly's not there how Sonia's like the flighty one yeah I also wonder not to like talk about drugs and things again was she not I know later she had issues with 
mixing pills, pills and alcohol. Not mm-hmm. like I don't think on purpose, but whatever she was doing that, clearly yeah. I don't think that's happening here. And that's why right. she's very, very clear headed. Um, but yeah, Kelly says Bethany's going to kill her with a butter knife and Alex is channeling the devil. And that is just... And it would just be interesting to see Kelly Bensimone if there is a legacy because mm-hmm. what is she... Is she always like this? Is she just whacked out? Or was this just a weird period of her life where she was a meth head? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I like... I don't know. I've like... There was... Allegedly. A- Allegedly, yeah, we got to keep throwing that. I am not getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a few years back, there was, like, an interview with Kelly Ben Simone, and it was, like, the, like, truth behind Scary Island. And, of course, I watched it, like, tip to tail. I was, like, what is happening here? Because I've always wanted to know. And, of course, she gives you nothing. She was just, like, right. I was ganged up on, and you don't see how I was ganged up on. And I was, like, I feel like we saw all of it. Like, right. No, I think she's just always been this wacky. Even her social media right now is still weird. Yeah. Right. And she was weird with her kids, too. There was, like, a Mm -hmm. whole scene where her kids were like, you're a good mom. And she was like, that's real nice. And I was like, that is nice. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's odd. So then they come back, or before they come back, actually, Kelly is, like, saying to Sonia that Bethany went after her little girl. Yes. And she's like, she went after her in the press. And this is where Sonia is just like, if that happened, that is horrible. I know she's like, I don't know what it's like to be in the press as much as you've been. But like, I'm so sorry if that happens. And she's like, I want to. So they come back and Kelly's like, I want to tell the truth. And Bethany, of course, can't help herself. And she goes, you can't handle the truth. And then we get Kelly's famous. Oh, my God. Al Sharpton. (laughs) <laughs> which I don't know how you mix up a few good men with Al Sharpton <laughs> right Al Sharpton's what? the weather guy from Good Morning America no, no. Al Sharpton's like a activist yeah and oh I, my god Al Roker's the weather Al guy. Roker yeah oh, and oh he's god, on I NBC I was picturing Al Roker <laughs> Uh, that's so wrong. Your pregnancy brain is worse. now giving you Kelly Ben Simone brain. <laughs> so who was she I, trying, mean, I don't even know who she was trying to reference. Oh man, I have no what, idea. What what's the line? Like I know it's a line from the "You can't handle the truth." What, who actually says that? I think it's Jack Nicholson to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise? Yeah. How do you confuse that with Al Sharpton? Very different. Oh my God. Very different. Wow. I, mean, I mean, that's. That's so bad. That's like, it's just wild. So Bethany is like, you're paranoid, you're delusional. (laughs) And we also don't even find out, we have any clue what she's talking about that Bethany went after her little girl? Was there news articles about her kids? Like, I have no memory of that. So I looked it up to try and see if there was anything and there, I couldn't find that. But she does um, eventually, Kelly says, you attacked my friends Gwyneth and Rachel. And I found out that that is actually true. In 2009, Bethany told Access Hollywood that Gwyneth having a reality show, show talked about the idea of Gwyneth Paltrow having a reality show. And the write-up is great. It says, according to 38-year-old chef um, Bethany Frankel, a cooking show from the creator of Lifestyle, of Lifestyle website would be a giant snooze. The quote is, Gwyneth is afraid to reveal who she really is. She's so manhandled by publicists and managers. She continued, her show would be too boring to watch. Accurate. And also, I love that Kelly tries to make it like she's best friends with Gwyneth Paltrow, which was never true. (laughs) So 
Yeah. No. Especially she goes, you attacked my friend Gwyneth. <laughs> Bethany goes, who? Right. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow. Don't you know who I'm talking about? And Rachel, so I assume, delusional. is Rachel Zoe. Because I figured it was Rachel Zoe. In 20, 2009 as well, they had a Twitter war back and forth. And she basically was just like, she, Bethany wrote, am I the only one who can't get over how se- this self-important nonsense called the Rachel Zoe Project catching up now on my DVR? Wow. And then um, Rachel Zoe like, tweeted back and was like, wow, talk about no class. We've been friends for four years. This is really rude. And she calls Bethany inappropriate and clearly desperate for some attention. So, oh my God! Well, if they were research, friendly, it too. is rude. Yes. And I mean, doesn't Bethany go on to do the same exact thing that she made fun of Rachel Zoe for? So, yeah. When I also the love the Rachel Zoe project. So would everybody else. So, yeah, yeah. So, but the Gwyneth Paltrow thing is such a reach. Okay, Kelly could be friends with Rachel Zoe in the fashion world, but like, yeah, yeah maybe Gwyneth knew who she was, but to act like it's your Biffy, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. But I just thought that was really funny that I was like, oh, wait, something is actually kind of true here. <laughs> and also, like you said, Bethany's assessment of a Gwyneth Paltrow reality show is true. Oh, yeah. It would be boring. <laughs> um, it would just be her drinking bone broth and eating like grilled <laughs> fish. Totally. <laughs> um, so Bethany tries to tell Kelly that she's being mean because this is when she's telling her, oh, no, wait, we forget she... She goes away from the table. Kelly finally realizes that she's she needs a break. Well, and also at some point, Sonia says, like, guys, she is not yeah. here. We need to relax. Yes. And Bethany and all of them are like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's basically, it's like arguing with a drunk person mm-hmm. where you need to just, like, rise above it and realize this is not going to get anywhere. So Kelly says, I'm going to leave and I'll come back and do shots later. And Sonia's like, you never do shots, though. (laughs) And then Kelly says, I'm a woman and I have like a prerogative thing, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. Um, So, yeah, while she's gone, like Sonia's just like, something has happened. We have to just let her go. And Kelly comes bounding back and just offers lollipops and jelly beans. It is un... It's just wild. Unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. And so Bethany tries to say that Kelly was being mean. Yeah, I said that already. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And then... No, um, honestly, this was, like, so hard to take notes on because it's so chaotic. And I was, like, pausing and taking notes. And Mm -hmm. so much happened in such a short period of time that it's hard to remember the exact order because... It's called Scary Island for a reason because it was wild. <laughs> so she, Kelly keeps saying that she's channeling, the, Alex was channeling the devil. And like, they're kind of joking. They're like, how do you do that? And Kelly's like, channeling's the operative word, channeling. And they're like, all right, Kelly is crazy. They're all kind of talking to themselves that she's crazy. And um, she calls them creepy and... Uh, she goes, that this is when she talks about how Bethany being there is creepy and Ramona saying that she went after, uh, went away after her mom dies and she's like, don't tell anybody that. And that is when Bethany starts screaming at her and saying, go to sleep, go to sleep, you're crazy. 
And, and that is the clip that we see all these years later, all the time that people yeah. meme because it's great. It is. It is. It, she just was, Bethany was just pushed to her limit, I think, of how much she could, how much any sober person could take dealing with this lunacy that is that is occurring and and especially i mean listen she lashed out on other people but for the vast majority of that trip bethany was the target yes yeah oh my god constant out of nowhere and a lot of times look bethany deserves some of the things she didn't do anything at least in the context that we're seeing to make such attacks and random things that she brings up i still would love to know i wonder if it comes about the reunion what she was referencing in terms of her kids being attacked by Bethany. I don't know, but it's just... Again, I think she probably just pulled that out of the clear blue sky. Either that, or she's projecting somebody that Bethany is like. Like, I just feel like she's projecting something onto Bethany. Um, But this is where also Sonya's like, the four of us are sane, and she's crazy, and we're picking on her. Yes. And she can't tell fact from fiction. And Kelly finally says she's tired and she's going to go take her lollipops and gummy bears to bed. And Sonia is just like, she has a traumatic experience. And she's just, we need to protect you. Talking to her is like talking to a brick wall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just, uh, and what, you know, we're living in crazy world. When Sonia, Ramona, Bethany, I guess Alex is most of the time pretty normal, but when those people are considered the sane ones on a trip. Totally. You're like, what? Those were, but they were, they were, they, the fact that they were all able to like remove themselves from continuing it is Mm -hmm. shocking because that's not normally a thing I feel like that they are able to do. And Bethany really calms down and finally says, I will not attack you. I started screaming and I don't want to fight and I don't want you to feel attacked and we're all here together and it's okay. And like Kelly says like, I don't like the chatter and that's what, what people, that's what makes me crazy about people. And they're like, okay. And like Ramona's just like, I want good things for everyone. And Kelly finally kind of thanks Bethany for saying that she doesn't want anything to go wrong. But then she just keeps staring at her in like wild eyes and I just feel like there has to be more to that dinner that we didn't see where production had to come in. Because I just feel right. like it's obvious, like, Kelly, there was something wrong. They found the mess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way that I wish I could find a producer who was, like, in the field watching this happen and talk to them. Like, I don't even need to record it. It's just my own personal nosiness. Like, what was that? Were they like having sidebar like, yo, this is something like, is really wrong. And you know what, guys? We know that today's standards are so much different and we know social media and like all of us would be commenting like, how could they have this woman who's clearly not right on mm-hmm. television, like mental health issues? Even what is this? 13 years ago? Yeah. Was, yeah. They must have at some point been like, all right, we have to get her out of here. Yeah. Well, she I think so. she is she leaves that night. We know that, right. but and then we see the preview for next week is when Jill comes, and it's just like her the high oh. around the world. I mean, I will say though, in watching that, I don't like how the ladies treated Bobby because I loved Bobby's dad. Yeah. Rest in peace. He was such a sweet man, and he really was. They could have said hello to him. Yeah. 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 
Like, I just he think was they collateral were, damage in it. I and think like, they were all too traumatized. The way they made it seem like Jill did, Jill was originally invited. Like, the way they made it seem like she had done something egregious, like, like Alex crying, like, that was too much. Alex, stop. I feel like that night was probably such a toll on them emotionally that they were probably just unable to take another surprise. That's my You're on a fucking reality show. <laughs> I would say not Tell even them. at night. I would say the whole, well, had they been there for like three days already at that yeah. point? Like three days with Kelly. And especially because all the rest of them were clearly getting along. Yeah. So I think but they were like, like. Bethany was the only one who had a right because she's got real beef with Jill and she was pregnant and she had been the target. Yes. Sonia could have said hello. Ramona could have said hello. Alex could have said hello. Come on. Yeah. It yep. was so mean watching it back. Oh, but the way she came in, though, just really will forever make me happy that she had such an entrance. It's the <laughs> longest high. The high heard around the world. That's, that's That has show. to be one of the most used memes ever. Yes. For sure. And then the way that the women's faces all look, too, like. Right. Oh, you know what meme was also in this episode that people use all the time is when the server hands Ramona the glass of wine. Yes. <laughs> that that glass of wine that just floats into her. Yep. It's just a hand yes. in the night handing her a Pinot yeah. Grigio. I was wondering if that was a gift because I'm like, I want somebody to follow me around when I'm having that kind of moment and just hand me wine. <laughs> I feel yep. like Ramona like these this this cast of Roni and Nini Leaks are the most memed. Oh all. yeah. I agree. And and Candy's got a couple good ones. The lies, the lies. The lies. Oh, that's, that's one of my favorites. They just yeah. fit like every time like something happens, we find out someone's cheating. The lies, the lies, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime you want to like give it a snarky like cra- your crazy look, you go to Nini. Yep. Yes, agree. Yeah, no, I would. There's been a lot from this season, like, yeah, but just this one episode, so many memes too. It's, it's just um, if there was like, well, there is the museum in Queens, the history of TV. Um, moving image. Yes, it's, the moving image, and I wish they had housewife things in there because this would be in the Housewife Hall of Fame this episode for sure. We just we just need a Housewives museum. Like it can't yes. only be a BravoCon. It needs to like be somewhere in Manhattan or somewhere. I know. Did you guys see I I don't know. I mean, listen. I think it's true based on the person that told me, but I heard that BravoCon's going to be in Vegas this year. You know. Yes, Sue told me that. <laughs> I've and... been keeping Danielle updated cuz Danielle's the one that's gone to BravoCon. I'm a BravoCon virgin and I was thinking about going, but when they the, the, there was a rumor that it was going to be in LA, and we were both like, "That's so expensive," but I'm like, "Vegas is a little cheaper." But I'm also which is just, why like, I think they did Vegas. I think Vegas has big convention centers. Mm-hmm. I think it's cheaper for like me and you and everybody to go. Yeah, um, New York's also a lot more expensive. Like if you're listen, there's a lot of people in New York, and yeah. it's like East Coast, so people can get there if you're from Philly mm-hmm. or Jersey or Connecticut, whatever. Yeah, it's an easy drive. But I think that. If they're going to go somewhere, like, L.A. is pretty prohibitive. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's just not an easy place, I feel like, to get to and get around. Where Vegas, I think, would be better. I don't Vegas think I would... deals, you know, because they want you to gamble. I just... Yeah, I don't know if I would go if, um, if it meant taking a plane. The ticket itself was more than I wanted to spend money on. And and then especially if you're going, I feel like, like I only did one day. But if I'm Me flying too. somewhere... Yeah, you got to go for the whole time. It's like, do you do the whole time then? Do you know what it is, too, for me? I don't know how you felt about it, Danielle. Like, 
I post a lot of blinds and a lot of gossip and I was, so many people there were sending it to me. So the day I was there, I was like in a corner, like getting this stuff and trying to post it because I got to post it before somebody else does. <laughs> so like it almost wasn't, the, I was much more effective Friday and Sunday when I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would only go if I could sit in the SVIP room because I don't want to do lines. But I did like like seeing them come in and mingle and everything like that. So yeah, that was so expensive. I was snuck in. I didn't pay for it. Um, <laughs> somebody I know got me in. But I actually had the same thing that um, someone I knew got us like a backstage pass and we were able to go to like 10 times the amount of I just bought a general admission and we would have never been able right. to go to half the things that I ended up seeing. My friend that I went with, her coworker is friends with Toya from Married to Med, and she was mm. there with her, and she gave us her pass. Like, that was, I had no clue that was happening. Right. We were there, she texted awesome. to come to Toya's booth, and she's like, here, take my pass, I don't need it. And we were like, excuse me? What What are you, what are you giving us right you now? And then we got gold. to like, yeah, literally, we went and ate free food in the green room with, like, so and we cool. just sat there and, like, watched all of them just, like, sitting around eating and talking and just was flabbergasted. And what day were you there? I went Saturday. I bet you we were in the room together. We didn't even know. We might have. <laughs> I got to watch Sandy say hi to Joe Gorga. and No, I wasn't there for them. I <laughs> saw, I got to talk to Andrea, um, and he is the most didn't beautiful human oh. in You know, I don't life. know why I never noticed this. Totally off topic. Andrea is so tall. I was watching his Instagram oh, stories, really? and I realized he's the most beautiful man. And he's so sweet. Anytime I post him, he writes like, thank you so much. And like, Aww talks to me like as if he's like a normal person and we're friends and bravo like why aren't they putting him back on just because he has a I girlfriend Such i think he I think he doesn't want to do it because of his girlfriend mm. well i think because they want him to be like the piece of me and he's yeah. kind of like i know that with summer house he wanted to come on with his girlfriend and they were like no mm-hmm. mm. yeah i think that's what it was yeah he uh i went to italy in early september before BravoCon. And I messaged him and asked him for some recommendations, and he gave me, like, 10 different re- restaurants to go to. So when I met him, I was like, that was me. That was my account. And we had, like, a whole conversation. I was like, I went to two of the places you said. And he just so is an sweet. absolute doll, and I have nothing bad to say about him. But, yeah, we'll we'll be interesting. If the, yeah, like, I, you know what I would love to do at BravoCon? Make a room where you play some of their most Iconic. I hate to call it iconic, but I can't think of a better word. The most famous, well-known episodes. How fun would it be to sit in a room with like 400 people and you all watch Scary Island together? You know, oh, like the most that well-recognized. Is cool. That would Wouldn't be that be a fun event to do? Like yes. that, like group watching But I guess of these people things. paying want to see the people. True. Yeah, but it's another activity to do because it does like, or like a, yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of issues that they had this year that they need to, I got, like I said, I got lucky, but even like the panels I went to, I was VIP, not SVIP for them. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm VIP and I'm like sitting off on the sides mm-hmm. and that, like, so I would only do SVIP and I don't know if I'm going to go to Vegas. Like I have a whole, like, I don't know. My whole thing it's with Vegas <laughs> is I'm just like, Bravo crowds are kind of rowdy. Like I've been to a couple of Bravo events now and I'm just like, I cannot imagine it turned up to Vegas levels. Like people are no, going to no, lose their mind. Me. Because everyone in Vegas is just always turned a little bit more. (laughs) Right. And I just feel like it's just going to be mayhem. And I actually worry for the Bravo Leopardies then because I feel like that is a place that they will get mobbed. 
I worry because I want to know how many house husbands are going to get caught with escorts. Mm. <laughs> That's my worry. Anyone's going to know it's going to be you. Yeah. And I will be closely <laughs> watching your account for it. <laughs> I got some scoops like that that I didn't even share because I was like, you know what? I'm not touching this shit. I, That's I very definitely, kind of you. definitely get that. So what is your final takeaway of the Scary Island episode? Was it as good as you remembered it being? Better? It was great. It was awesome. And honestly, it makes me want to watch that whole season again. Season three because is when what I we're do rewatch. Like when, I don't, I don't like rewatch in order. But like when I have like time, right? It's Sunday and whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say we're snowed in, but it's New York City. We haven't been snowed in all season. <laughs> Something like that, where like I just have a few hours to myself. I always go for very early Atlanta, early uh-huh. New York, or early Jersey. Those are my three go tos. Yep. Mine is always early Jersey, early New York, and then Vanderpump Rules is like. I'm. I was starting to rewatch before the whole scandal of all of it all. I think that like I probably rewatch Vanderpump every few years because it's just you. Like it's funny. I think it was Philly Diva that was like, "Where should I start Vanderpump?" And don't say season one. And I was like, "You gotta just start." I was like, I wrote to her in all caps, and I was like, "There's no choice. You have to start season one." I told her, I was like, you can watch season one and then you could probably skip to like four or five, but like, you're not going to want to. Like, so right. much happens. It really does keep you. It's yep. wild. Well, we'll see by the time this airs, what more information about the scandal <laughs> will we find out? And we'll probably right. get it first at Bravo and Cocktails. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. <laughs> thank you Girls, so much thank for Thank you joining. so much for having me. We have to do this again. You have to come to me next time. Anytime. We don't do Absolutely. this, though. We more talk smack online, but you know. I mean, we can do that, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thanks, try to awesome. have a neutral opinion. I would say when we discuss New York, I try not to let my current feelings of these women influence how I'm rewatching it. I use it as perspective and nuance, but I try not to let it like the things I dislike about Bethany now, I'm not going to like hate her for when I really actually like her and agree with her. And I actually really like Jill now too. And I hate how much I hate her on this season because. Right. I mean, I, you know what? I have to tell you, I always like Jill. I always, Mm -hmm. I always got Jill in some weird way because she kind of always reminded me of like an annoying aunt who like means well, but just doesn't know when to shut up. Yep. Yep. That's what I felt and have always felt about Ramona. They remind me, Ramona and Jill have forever reminded me of my aunt and my aunt's friends who (laughs) are all from the five towns. They're from the five towns on Long Island. And I just know that person. And I've always got, because we're three New Yorkers and there's something about their personality that is so New York and how they handle things and deal with things that... Jill does have like a a side of jealousy that I think certainly we saw with the Bethany thing. But I do think that mostly Jill's well-intentioned. Agreed. Of course, yep. I totally You know, and like, I don't know. I think because Jill's the age where she could be my mom, I see it differently than if I were her age. I think that my view of her would be different if we were peers. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've always liked Jill. I just really don't like her this season. Yeah. (laughs) She she was too big for her britches. And, you know, I honestly forgot about that. That's what it is. It's like I I move so past it. Now I'm like, oh, my God, I love Jill. And I watch this. I'm like, right, this is... This is why Andy didn't bring her back. This is yeah, our first official pause person. Son. Yeah. yeah. Who was, who was right, her? ladies. Thank you so much again for having me. Thank Thanks so you. much. We'll talk to you next time. Everyone, please rate and review us. 
Until next time. Bye. Bye.